to something strange in your neighborhood. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our youth and see how it stands up. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we're sort of back from hiatus. I mean, we're, we are back. We are, but we're not doing the thing that we said we were going to do. Because we're because liars. It's, because it's spooky. spooky times. So instead, we are going to watch uh, a couple episodes from... Uh, Extreme Ghostbusters. Did you forget what it was called? I was going to say a different thing leading into it, and then I bailed on it at the last minute. In some places, in some places, this was called Ghostbusters Dark. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't catch where, but <laughs> some places that were uh, not here. Ghostbusters Cool Ranch is my favorite. Oh, yeah? It's, it takes place in the Midwest. <laughs> Everyone's white. Uh-huh. And they got a monkey on the team. Well, duh. Uh, Sky, I just got one thing to say about this episode. Oh? Shalom, baby. Shalom, baby, indeed. So, uh, when I pitched this idea, Jake, I had this very episode in mind, because of the series, I really liked the show as a kid, um, and, uh, this is the one episode that always stood out in my mind. It's the, it's the Extreme Ghostbusters' first mission after the mission that brings them together. Yeah, this is episode three. And they decided to tackle uh, some pretty difficult <laughs> social problems. Some things that are episode. still topical in today's yeah, age. Yeah, everybody, except for the Ghostbusters in this story, and the people at the synagogue, um, would be Trump supporters, I would say. Yeah, I would say half the... Half, probably even Egon, but he wouldn't be able to explain why to us. Something, something he hates Hillary. <laughs> He's having a dog attack. <laughs> Wait, a dog. Right. School clothes. He's, guy. he's a dog. So, uh, so yeah. So we are watching the True Face of a Monster episode three of Extreme Ghostbusters. It's on Hulu if you want to watch it as well. And uh, uh, I mean, I'm, it, as far as it's pretty good TV shows from 1997 that were on. Wait, is this on UPN, Sky? <laughs> At least here. I, think, I don't know. I feel like it was on UPN. I definitely watched it before school. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, it's not terrible. Yeah, it, I mean, it had no cultural impact, but it's not a bad show. I mean, the Ghostbusters already had cultural impact, so it's just like yeah, piggybacking but on that. Who remembers Extreme Ghostbusters other than me? I mean, I knew. I was fully aware of it. I just didn't talk about it as much as you. <laughs> Fair enough. Still don't. Well, you don't care as much. No. Well, it's because I'm not extreme enough. <laughs> and I'm afraid of ghosts. <laughs> it could be. But this is a, a, a different team from the original Ghostbusters. Egon is their mentor, or their Zordon, if you will. I think What's-Her-Face is there, too, with the lady. Janine. Janine uh, sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah, she is there. And there's a group of college kids. One's a goth girl. One's a Hispanic gentleman. One's a guy in a wheelchair. And the other is a girl who's goth. You already said that. Did I? Oh, I who's the, the other one? The black American guy. Right. Smarty pants. It's true. He has he's, books. He's, he's a black nerd. He's played by Alfonso Rivera. Is that how his name is pronounced? Uh, sure. The guy who does America's Funniest Home Videos right now. Also, Carlton. I was trying to think of something else he did, but I didn't know anything else. He did Dancing with the Stars and was Singing with the Stars. Or was, did he host it? He was on it. 
I remember because they made him do the Carlton dance. Well, why wouldn't they? Probably every time he danced, oh, right? Oh, probably. Definitely prominently featured in one. But yeah, so this is a carefully di- diverse cast. How did you describe it, Sky? Carefully <laughs> ethnically diverse, like Barbie's friends. And I described it like the Burger King Kids Club. I think yours is more apt. Because wheelchair? Yeah. And they didn't, I don't think that they had a goth girl, but one of them could have gone goth, because I know they had a sports girl. And a guy from the future? Kidvid? Yeah. And they had a girl who liked cameras? Yeah. And who a wore wheelchair? Purple? Yeah. And the, a guy who was a, a pilot. Was a basketball? And one was an Einstein. Yeah. What a good time. <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> I was part of the Burger King's Kids Club. Who amongst us wasn't, Sky? Or did you, like, send stuff away and you're, like, in a... Oh, your aunt worked there, right? So you well, had all the birds. Yeah, my aunt worked there and my grandma worked there also. Oh, man. Sky had... Sky has all the cool stuff from Burger King from when we were kids. <laughs> yeah, to a, to a certain age. I forget when they stopped doing it. Hmm. But I... Well... Quite a bit. It was that time period where they had all the cool Ninja Turtle stuff, so... You, you're not wrong. Yeah. Anyway, do so you want to... it served me well. Do you want to extreme a Ghostbuster? I do. Shalom, um, baby. <laughs> Is the first line of the episode. Yeah. We open up and there's a bunch of vandals throwing eggs at a synagogue. It's a bad start. Bunch of fucking sleeveless vandals. Well, it's actually just two. But they're throwing trash cans down. Yeah. And they're spray painting go home on it. So they are home there, dude. They were they live there. Yeah, it's a synagogue. And then an arm from off screen grabs the dude by the head and lifts him off while he screams a muffled scream. Um, his buddy finds a two by four just li- leaning against a wall and tries to hit the assailant, but it's like a twelve foot tall clay man. Yeah, he's like all clay faced and shit. Yeah, and uh, he hits him in the back, and the two by four sticks there, and the face just for like it travels from the front to the back. So it's kind of a neat idea and effect. Uh, but the two by four, if you can believe it, doesn't do a lot. And then the, the guy attacks the the actual human, and he screams, and then we get the credits. And then Sky, tell tell everyone all the things you told me about these credits. <laughs> uh, the pretty boss, uh, and they are sung by the great Jim Cummings. You know, Winnie the Pooh and the Shocker and and everything, other... all kinds of things. Hondo yeah. uh, Anaka. A lot of the voices you. Um, but it's a it's a more, it, I don't know. It, there's it's a rock version of it instead of like a hip hopier. Yeah, that's fair. And there is it's a like lot a of rock distortion in it and whatnot. It was 1997, after all. Right. I'll admit, I do like this this uh, credit sequence. Like, it just shows them gearing up and screwing their stuff together. Because the blasters are different from uh, traditional Ghostbusters. Well, it's been how many years? They're much more extreme now. Yeah, they are extreme. That is how you would describe them. Uh, I believe in the first couple episodes, they explain why the old ones need revamping. Because the ghosts are stronger or something. Doesn't matter. They got new stuff. They're not more stronger. I'm sorry. They're not stronger. They're more extreme. That's fair. And Slimer's there. Yeah. Voiced by Billy West. <laughs> Except all he does is go, rah, rah. Really seems like a waste of his talent. <laughs> yeah. He probably does additional voices. We open, or when the credits are done, we open back up on a hospital, and there's two dudes coated in clay. We can see them breathing, so they're not suffocating. Uh, but the doctor there is like, yeah, I wouldn't have called you guys, and I'm going to get in trouble if they find out that I did, but this is like some weird-ass magic ghost clay or something. It's beyond the scope of medical science. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I said. And one of the Ghostbusters, his name is Eduardo, tries, you just, you just gotta get the clay off him, and he tries to sco- scoop him off, and then the clay attacks him. Luckily, the goth girl is more Her careful. Her name is Kylie. Yeah, but if I just said Kylie, they wouldn't know who I was talking about. Well, now they know. Alright, then. She grabs some tweezers and does a, a smart thing. 
Um, then we cut over to uh, Roland and uh, Garrett. Roland is the black gentleman, and Garrett's Roland, the guy in the Roland wheelchair. Roland is not the guy in the wheelchair, believe it or not. <laughs> it was too easy, I guess. Yeah, you get it, Sky? Because Roland... Yes, I do get it. Um, but they, they are walking past a uh, basketball court after class, and Roland is chastising Garrett for falling asleep during sociology or something. Uh, and they see a game happening against uh, the <laughs> two white guys and two black guys. And the, we only somehow the white guys because, won. Because it's very important in this episode. Yeah, it comes up later. Well, not specifically that one, but it, I some mean, stuff it happens. Does. Yeah, that's true. So uh, the white guy is like, I beat you so bad. And I don't remember what the retort was. But eventually he points at Garrett, who's in a wheelchair. And is like, I'll play you for 50 bucks uh, with that guy in the wheelchair. So they they play some basketballs. A baskets ball. Because there's two baskets. What, and they see, win 50 bucks. You see what happened here is a hustle, a griff, yeah. if you will. Because wheelchair people aren't supposed to be good at anything. <laughs> at least not running. Yeah. Um, but Garrett's a very good athlete, and he is able to beat the... I would say he's an extreme athlete. He's very extreme. You're, you're not incorrect in saying that. We'll find out why later. <laughs> it's true. But uh, Garrett knew this guy all along. As, from Brooklyn as... Heights. I think these are characters from Lin-Manuel Miranda's first musical, In the Heights. <laughs> yes, I believe I that is that's Brooklyn Heights. I completely true. Heights, I, so. could, I, have no, I have no information to back that up or refute it. But uh, I could look it up. Garrett's trying to be polite. He's like, hey, here's my buddy Roland. He's a Ghostbuster. Apparently, they're not trying to hide their identities, but I guess they never did in the original, no, so why would they? Yeah, I don't think it's just, a secret thing. just seems like a weird thing. But job. I guess if I was a Ghostbuster, like, I'm a fucking Ghostbuster, yo. Yeah, I don't know why their regular clothes don't have that patch on them. <laughs> it's true. Roland tries to shake their hand, and none of them do because they're incredibly rude. Yeah. And also super S- racist. Straight up racist. <laughs> Uh, but Garrett stays behind to catch up, and Roland leaves, and he, when he's back at the firehouse... Wait, shut up. Look at that straw that he's drinking out. Oh, it's two straws put together. Okay, I <laughs> Or thought, an extra bendy straw. Yeah, I thought Eduardo had, a, like, a super long extra bendy straw. <laughs> but, uh, Roland is explaining to Kylie how they gave him a look of, we don't like your kind, which is aggressively racist, yes, and, uh, it's, it's gonna keep coming up, so bear with us. It's the sort of, like, soft racism that, like, because if they were really racist, it would have been much worse. Yeah. But then, but but trying to make it racist without being, like, super racist makes it almost worse. Yeah, it's it's racism disguised as rudeness. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the things that get said could be just construed as rude rather than racist. And it's, it walks that line. And it's a relatively uncomfortable episode. But uh, Eduardo is watching TV. And Slimer's trying to eat the TV because he's watching Julia Childs. Actually, no, he was watching a music video and Slimer changed it to Julia Childs, or not Julia Childs. A stand-in for Julia Childs. Because Slimer, I don't know if you know this, Slimer likes to eat things. That's his character trait. This is a good Slimer, like, he looks good. Yeah. He looks like a lot of fun. He's not as horrifying as the one in the movie was. (laughs) Yeah. I always remember the, the real Ghostbusters Slimer. And uh, I forget how scary the movie one is. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of and horrific. And he's barely in that first one. Yeah. What is he, driving a bus? Or is that the second one? I think that's the second that's one. That's the second one. He's in that hotel, like, uh, eating food and shit. Right. And it just falls out the back of him. Why would you eat, man? You're always going to be... Hun- Maybe that's his curse on this earth. Yeah. Or his his unfinished business was he didn't finish his meal and uh, 
I mean, they in Casper they eat every morning. I guess, but they and all that food falls on the floor. Remember? Yeah, I yeah, I don't remember Casper a lot. Uh, we should watch Casper, not for this, just because I want to watch Casper <laughs> a lot. Uh, Make Katie watch it with me. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, but I'm not anyway. saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it's kind of a bummer. Listen, it's not the Casper parts that I like. It's the his uncles are really funny. Their names are fat, so stinky and stretch, Sky. Yes, that's I recall. hilarious. Do you remember the cartoon they had? Vaguely. Casper was barely in it. Was Sometimes. He? Yeah, towards the end of the season, it was mostly about the uncles. Because they're funnier. Because they're the more interesting characters. Uh, do you remember the Pizza Hut puppets of them? I do. Yeah, I had those. I feel like I did too. I don't know. I don't know if I had all of them, but I had a couple. It's a good mm. time. What a, what a weird Hut? childhood we had. Pizza Hut didn't have a lot of giveaways like that, but when they did, they were good-ass puppets. Mm-hmm. That movie, Beauty and the Beast, and uh, Land Before Time, man. Don't forget Book It. Well, it also had Book It, but you had to earn that. Yeah, by reading books and then getting little stickers in the shape of stars. Do uh, Did other places have Book It? I don't think so. I feel like it was exclusively Pizza Hut. No, I meant like other, like... Oh, like regions? Regions, yeah. Or is that just like a Midwest thing? I don't know. Uh, text us and tell us. I mean, tweet us. I mean, it's basically the same thing. You, you can text Guy if you want. Uh, here's his <laughs> phone number. <laughs> You don't know it. Okay. I know. I'd have to look up. <laughs> I think there's a nine in it. Dude, I barely remember it. I know. Uh, but anyway, non-Pizza Hut related news. Right. Egon comes down and he says stuff about the, the clay that they found. It has proto-organic properties. I was like, Egon looks... Why does Egon have a ponytail? He had a ponytail in the original show, too. I had to look it up. It's true. I don't feel like the character in the movie did. He did not. I don't know where that came from. Maybe it was just uh, we have to differentiate him. But also, he's blonde and the others were not. Yeah, well, so I don't, who knows, man? I mean, he has that big, like, tubey tunnel hair in the old <laughs> cartoon, too. This one's more of, like, a high, like, poof. <laughs> pompadour? He, it's kind of, it's not really pompadour-y. I don't know. He, you know who he looks like is, um, he looks like Todd, the neighbor in uh, Christmas uh, Vacation that's married to Julia uh, Louis-Dreyfus. He has that sort of, like, pulled back hair, sweater, ponytail situation. <laughs> I know you don't know that movie as well as I do, so I'm going to move on. It's a good movie, Sky. I do recognize, I I remember him. It's just, I remember it just being, like, his hair is dark, so it's hard to remember details about it. Oh, I think he has a ponytail. I'm not going to say he doesn't. He's a douche in 1989. (laughs) Also, Clark was kind of a douche, too. Oh, uh, that's because he's modeled after Chevy Chase, who's just a complete asshole. Uh, I, re- really, I remember really his name. It makes me sad that that movie's so good that I have to watch Chevy Chase because he's just a piece of shit person. But <laughs> the movie's really good. I have to separate the artist from the art. It's hard to do. It's true. That's why people have trouble listening to our show. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like your weird stances on things, but we make a good podcast. I shudder to ask, but <laughs> what weird stances? Um, the fact that you don't put syrup on pancakes. Oh, well... You're disgusting. The food should stand on its own. You shouldn't rely on the sauce. No, it's a whole. It's a whole thing. It, it, <laughs> what are you gonna? What are you gonna eat macaroni without the cheese? It's just a wet noodle, man. <laughs> Throw some butter on there. It's fine. Yeah. Then that's the same thing as having syrup on your pancakes. I put butter on my pancakes. Yeah, that's fine. But you need. What? Might as well just have a piece of bread with syrup or with butter on it. Yeah, that's fine too. <sighs> <laughs> I got myself worked up. <laughs> I like bread, man. This is well documented in I our like friendship. Fr- I like fried bread. And I like a big glass of high fructose corn syrup. All its different forms. I'm cool. pretty sure that 
What's that? I'm pretty sure maple syrup doesn't come from corn. Um, I could be mistaken. You are. Unless you're getting, like, pure, like, $16 a bottle maple syrup. Mm. Uh, if you just buy, like, Aunt Jemima or, or any other brand like that, Log, uh, log Cabin, mm-hmm. it's mostly fructose corn syrup. That tracks. I checked the other It day sounds like it'd be cheaper. Because I, cause I really wanted some, like, really good um, maple syrup, but it's so expensive. We should have bought some on the honeymoon. We didn't. Like idiots. Mm. Next time. Yeah. So instead, You're, I bought with your next like, wife. Yeah. Or or divorce Katie and marry her again. We already again. talked about it, so we can have another party. <laughs> I mean, you could just have a party. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Seems easier. So they're thinking about what clay means. Yeah. And where they got it, and what happened. What? Meanwhile, Slimer and Eduardo are wrestling for the the TV remote, and they learned that the synagogue was attacked, and there was a bunch of clay. And the guys, what it, or they already knew all this, but there's clay there now. I'm not sure why any of this comes as new information to them because you know they went to the hospital where the I don't know physician in charge was like, hey, these guys were attacked at a synagogue, but whatever. Uh, so they go on a fireman's pole and go to the synagogue. Yeah, the rabbi is just like, can can you guys not do anything, please? We just want to go to bed. It's been a long day and there's been a whole bunch of press. Which is understandable. But they're like, we're scientists. Watch out, bitch. And also, we're wearing nuclear reactors. So maybe do the thing that we say. Do synagogues have giant stars of David on the front like this one does? Uh, I would say no, because as I understand it, the Jewish population prefers to not advertise where they are at all times. You'll Hmm. notice that you've never seen a synagogue, right? That's true. I just assumed it was because of where we live. I mean, that's part of it, I'm sure. But also, uh, they're... I don't want to generalize, but I feel like the Jewish population is a little wary of uh, announcing their presence. Uh, well, you know. For good reason. Sky, if J- if J.K. Rowling can make the Jewish people little gremlins with pointy noses, you can generalize that maybe they don't want to be murdered again. <laughs> but uh, but the Ghostbusters come back later at night when everything's closed and they make... And everyone's blue. Yeah, that's how you know it's nighttime. Uh-huh. It's kind of neat, actually. It is a nice effect. It... That way you can still see stuff in the background, Yeah, and but you know that it's nighttime because the characters are blue, and they still have shadows for some reason. <laughs> um, Roland doesn't feel great about trespassing, but you know they're Science. also just getting clay. They're basically just taking dirt. It's fine. But wouldn't you know it, there's some giant golem there. <laughs> we don't know he's a golem yet, Sky. Well, I mean, what else would it be? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's only... I don't know how many, uh, you know, uh, cultures have golems in them, but uh, the Jewish one is pretty prominent, I would say. I literally know everything about golems uh, from that. There's a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. Uh, it, it's very similar to this plot, yes. Yeah, But the golem grabs Eduardo uh, and doesn't say anything because it can't, I guess. Yeah. But he attacks him a little bit, and the Ghostbusters try shooting him with the, with the ghost-busting equipment. And the golem's more upset at them for, like, marking up the walls uh, than anything else. He does a really weird, like, touch the wall and be sad. Yeah. And then he does this neat thing where he just walks straight through a fence. And like, then politely, like the Terminator. He very softly kicks Roland down. <laughs> he does. But, the I softest mean, kick ever. Yeah, he, he does go flying and smash into the car, and then he is going to smash Roland with a dumpster. Well, yeah, there is that. Uh, so, I don't know how kind it was, but Eduardo shoots his leg out from under him and the golem gets smushed under the dumpster like um, in uh power rangers the effect of them like when they shoot that their their guns mm-hmm. 
in the dark like this is really cool. Yeah. Like, because everything gets, like, a, like Get, a zap of color. Yeah, it gets, like, a negative effect a little bit. Yeah. And then Neat. while uh, they're trying to, like, the, the golem liquefies and then disappears. And the rabbi comes out and he's like, hey, can you assholes leave, please? And then he notices that they shot the wall some. <laughs> and he's like, hey. Get out of here! I'm gonna call the cops, you guys. And they're like, there was a golem, and he suck <laughs> calls them out on their nonsense and just tells them to leave. He's not wrong. I mean, yeah, I mean, he didn't see it happen. Why would it, why would that be a thing? I guess he does live in New York, where there's been many ghost attacks. Yeah, I guess that's true. So if this exists in that same universe, yeah, I mean, they are the second generation Ghostbusters, so there has to be at least a little bit of ghosts beforehand. Um, though I don't know. I guess. If the Statue of Liberty went a walking down the street, there has been proof. But yeah. in any event, I don't. Does real Ghostbusters exist in the same universe as the Ghostbusters movie? Yes. Okay. Or maybe I think so. Anyway, we cut over to uh, to a gym to where a gym. <laughs> yeah, uh, Garrett's working out with his buddies, and the Ghostbusters come in and they're like, "Hey, Garrett, we have stuff to do." Kylie makes mention of the stench of testosterone. Um, and really, they just want him to come with so he can probably lend a hand or something. Though, I don't... Garrett doesn't strike me as the the brains behind the outfit, so I don't know. I guess they're just keeping up to date, which is polite. Yeah. Is he the leader? Is I don't the, think so. Is Kylie the leader? I feel like Roland is. I thought he was the nerd. He is the nerd, but the nerd can be the leader. No, he can't. You fucking nuts. <laughs> Look, the nerd has all the answers. Yeah, that uh, doesn't mean he's the leader. So the the Ghostbusters leave, and then Garrett's buddy is like, uh, what's the point of having a private club if any of them can just walk in? And you're like, hmm, that didn't sound great. And then they keep talking about them in a pejorative sense. And it's a little uncomfortable. Kylie's white. She's super white. She's like sheet white. I mean, maybe he hates women, too. Though. That's, that's, that's probably absolutely hate a woman, too. So then they're like, hey, uh, we want to show you... Something cool that we're going to do. Yeah, and also I guess this is the next day or early that morning because it's daytime now. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what the time displacement between it them really... get, uh, getting attacked by the golem and them showing up here was. Yeah. But apparently they've been planning for months to jump off this building. It took months for them to organize getting one parachute <laughs> and a pair of bolt cutters to climb up a building. You know, and stairs. Then, and then fucking Garrett steals their parachute and leaps off the building. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have legs at work, so... Yeah, the landing's lands, gonna be rough. It's gonna, it's gonna have to use his face. That's why we don't see it happen. I mean, it's, what's the worst thing that happens it's is like he's gonna be paralyzed. I mean, yeah, worst case scenario, he breaks both his legs and doesn't notice. Yeah. So, I mean, that's not great, but at least it won't hurt that much. Um, so we cut over to a library. Uh, Kylie's at a, a, a Jewish library, I guess? I think it's or, just a regular library. I think Janine just works there. I think that's Janine. I don't think that's Janine. You don't think that's Janine? No, Janine has a different character design. Oh. I, I just mean, assumed it was Janine. I don't think it is. I mean, I've only seen this episode, so. <laughs> uh, but uh, the the lady who's either head of the Jewish library or the regular library who happens to be Jewish, um, she, she informs Gold. for sure let us know she's Jewish, though. Yeah, she's got a big Star of David on. Um, but she tells Kylie all about golems and how uh, they were designed to keep, you know, uh, people and places of worship safe and the only way <laughs> oh man this is so over the top the only way to end its need is to eradicate hatred 
bigotry and hatred. Bigotry and hatred. If you want to learn more about Gollum's, watch that episode of The Simpsons we referenced. <laughs> it's, it's not me to silly putty. There's one later that is, though. Uh, I, that I believe is voiced by Fran Drescher. That sounds exactly correct. So, uh, Kylie learned about stuff, so we cut over to the firehouse where Roland and Eduardo are uh, doing nerd stuff. Doing science. Meanwhile, Garrett's annoyed that he can't be out, I don't know, skydiving some more. I mean, once you get to such an extreme rush, something like this is going to feel painful. I guess. But also, take it down a notch. This is what you signed up for. Right, go play with your ghost, buddy. <laughs> so Egon notices that the clay from the synagogue is the same from the hospital. And Kylie walks in, telling them all about golems. Uh, there's a, a scroll inserted into the mouth that brings it uh, basically a clay statue to life. Yep. And the rabbi received some, I don't know, Dead Sea Scrolls, some super old scrolls. From Prague. From Prague. So Garrett meets up with his douchebag buddies under a bridge? I don't know what's happening. I think it's in the park. Yeah, but I think it is under the bridge. Okay. And Garrett doesn't know what they're up to. He's just he's just down for whatever. And then we go over to the Beth Shalom Synagogue, which is the same one that's being, you know, protected by a, a, a monster. And Garrett's like, what, what are we doing? We're going to pray? <laughs> and his buddy's like, you'll see. And Garrett's just like, no, really, wh- what are we doing? As one of them is using a crowbar to break open a, uh, the gate. That we, it looks, that lock that's on there is weird. Like, it is Whatever weird. he's breaking off of there, I don't understand. Don't think about it too much. I mean, it's probably a makeshift one because it's already been broken <laughs> into once. That's probably true. Uh, and one of the douchebags is like, they sent some of our friends to the hospital covered in clay. And Garrett's like, clay? Oh, you mean like the ghost clay? Um, and then they start smashing windows and painting and stuff. And Garrett tries to stop them. And he knocks them down to his credit. Uh, but then his buddy kicks him out of his wheelchair. And then he's useless. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what can you do? He does try to, con- he continues to try and stop them. Yeah. He's just pretty ineffective in doing so. Because his legs don't work. Yeah, he can't physically stop them anymore. But he does continue yelling at them to stop as they knock down books and overturn tables and spray paint stuff. Yeah. And then they're also riding around in his wheelchair because they are just the worst. And they start smashing up a statue of a Jewish family in the courtyard, I guess. Yeah, I think so. But that's where the golem is! Just hanging out. Yeah, and at this point, it's pissed at them. Because they're fucking up his synagogue, and I'm like, yeah, to fucking kill him. Yeah, I don't understand why we. Would uh, have I don't to root stop for these guys. <laughs> just make them asphyxiate in clay. It's fine. No one will miss them. You can just throw them off a. <laughs> you can cover them in clay, bring them up to a tall building, and just throw them off, and people will believe that they just did a stupid stunt and died. Yeah, where's your parachute now, dummy? So, uh, the rabbi and his his student, I guess, or his, son, his lover. I don't. know. Uh, I think it's a student, but yeah, they, they come they in were, and they're like, what the fuck, man? They were, weren't holding, Again? They weren't holding hands earlier, but the rabbi was definitely leading him by that, like, <laughs> the wrist. And it was, it's a, it's a weird way to lead anyone anyway. Well, I, it could be his son. Yeah, it's some kind of... He does refer to I mean, him as rabbi, though, so maybe he's not his son. I mean, he could be his apprentice rabbi. I, yeah. We don't know enough. That's, yep, that's it. That's it, exactly. But um, the rabbi tries to stop the golem, and the golem... Basically glues him to a wall with clay. Uh, and Garrett <laughs> is trying his best, but he's also not in his wheelchair, so he can't do a whole lot. 
But luckily, Kylie runs the corner and shoots the golem. He uh, he gets around pretty well, like just on his, I mean, on his massive forearms. He's, yeah, his upper body is super strong. Garrett is jacked, but I mean, that's gonna do so much damage to your jeans and to, <laughs> and to your shoes. They're very dirty at the, at the very least. Yeah. Uh, but the Ghostbusters have shown up. Roland gets the rabbi off the wall, which is nice, and they start shooting the golem, but it's just not working. And then I can't pronounce this gentleman's name. His Chaim, I think his name was I think the, so. the apprentice. Uh, and he runs out and he tries to stop the golem because he's the one that created it. So it should listen to him. But as we learned from uh, the the Jewish it's library, it's, oh. uh, they can become very difficult to contain and control the longer you have them or something. I think that's the plot of AI as well. <laughs> the guns aren't doing great because he's not purely ectoplasmic. Yeah, he's not a ghost per se. He's just supernatural. Um. And they're just shooting it, and it's not having any effect. And then the golem notices, like, a frowny face painted on the wall. And it's very upset by it. And liquefies and, uh, I don't know, escapes? Yeah, he escapes down the sewer. Because he, he has, like, an innate sense of who painted that frowny face. I guess. He's he can smell it. Him. So, yeah, the douchebag and Garrett's buddy um, have made their escape. And the douchebag wants to go get more guys and come back and fuck up the place some more. It's like, hey, dude, it's a just a really bad idea. You gonna, really need to stop doing that. They're going to go to their Proud Boy hangout and, and get, <laughs> get a crew together. Ugh, bunch of douchebags. So uh, the golem, you know, comes out of the sewer and freaks him out. So they run into the local ironworks <laughs> that is closed for the night, but is also still... There's like 40 vats of just liquid hot steel everywhere. This guy knows it's an ironworks because that's what the sign on the door says. <laughs> Not even the yes. sign, it's just painted on the door. <laughs> yeah. So Garrett and the... He must have grabbed his proton pack from the from the hearse. Yeah. And the, uh, the Ghostbusters continue to attempt to Ghostbust this thing. Yeah, it's it clearly not working. Yeah, they're like trying different calibrations maybe, but... Because there's a dial where you can ch- switch it. To but, more ghosty. I guess. <laughs> to maybe just laser beam. I don't just fucking bullets. know. <laughs> yeah, just turn it into a shotgun, please. Uh, but Garrett starts knocking down the vats of liquid metal. And uh, there's a fake out. Oh no, the place exploded and Garrett was still inside, but he's fine. Uh, and they think it's dead, but then it's not. Like, Roland goes as far as to say nothing could survive that. But the golem's not technically alive, man. Uh, and then Garrett's buddy says, good work, G-Man. And Garrett tells him that he's not his friend anymore and do not call me that. Uh, that's when the golem, of course, walks out. It is red hot, which means the clay got glazed. Yeah. So Garrett and Roland grab some pipes and run over to it. And it is fucking enormous it's now. It's giant, yeah. It's bigger than ever. <laughs> it's gotta be like four stories tall now. So they tap it twice. <laughs> yep. With a couple of beams they found yeah i mean it does break his leg and then he stumbles down and then kylie shoots like the barricades holding back several rolls of steel or iron i guess so it does get smashed up and then kylie runs over and takes the scroll out of its mouth because it all gets smashed up except its head which lands perfectly on the ground well gotta protect that scroll it's true uh the second she takes it out everybody who got clayed uh basically wakes up and has you know just done like a spa day 
I bet they feel great. Yeah, their skin is probably super smooth. So the two in the hospital luckily had the police out in front of them. And the <laughs> so they get arrested. And we cut back to the ironworks where uh, racist guy number two says to Roland, at least you guys are good for something. Which is real aggressive, you douche. And then the cops show up and they get arrested. So fuck you guys. Uh, the two that were still with them got arrested and two in the hospital. But the yep. third guy who got slimed at the synagogue probably got away. Yeah. Or maybe he asphyxiated. Let's hope he has got No, we watched him wake up and, and, like, sit up. I guess we did. But fuck that guy. Meanwhile, uh, Kylie presents the, the, the scroll back to the rabbi because it is technically their property. Uh, and the rabbi chooses to smash it up. Um, and then they're talking about tolerance at the end and how we need to get along and whatever. Um, but the community came together to, to paint over all of the graffiti. I really wish that the Ghostbusters were there also helping out, but they are not. They had class. Probably. But also, they could have just been there. I guess so. Maybe they're painting a different part of the building. That, yes, let's, let's pretend it's that. Yeah. And then, or maybe they're, I suppose they do ghost busting. They could be off busting ghosts. Yeah, there could be a more different ghost. But yeah, but that's it. That's, this is pretty heavy stuff for episode three. Of but, this children's uh, TV show. <laughs> there's a silly ghost who likes hot dogs. <laughs> but, uh, but I liked it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a good show. I wish that it had, you know, left some sort of cultural impact. Well. But it didn't. So, uh, Jake. Years. What was the most turtle-rific part? Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, you forgot the thing we do again? Yeah. Well, listen, it's been like two weeks, man. I did some stuff. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, but you forget segment. every week. I do forget every week. Uh, turtle-rific. Well, I mean, the part where they eradicated racism was pretty good, but also I like Slimer. <laughs> he wants to eat all the food. He does. Every... In- including the food pictures on the TV. I was going to say, do you ever think there's a like a Slimer that's not immediately associated with a whole cooked turkey? <laughs> no. You can't have one without the other. No. What about you, Sky? What do you think is turtle-rific? Uh, I think it's pretty turtle-rific that Garrett, despite his uh, inability to walk, was like, fuck it, I'm going to jump off this building. Yeah. And it's... then did. Well, I mean, you can't be an extreme Ghostbuster and not be extremes, guy. You're not wrong. He should have been chugging a Mountain Dew on his way down, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. Would you say is the most likable or effective character? Uh, well, Slimer is pretty good. <laughs> I liked Kylie. She seemed to be the most into being a Ghostbuster, and she was pretty on the ball. Yeah, she went. And she did the work. I mean, Roland also uh, wasn't bad at being a Ghostbuster. Eduardo was kind of a douche. Yeah, so that's Garrett. his character, though. Eduardo is also kind of the quote-unquote ladies man of the team so he does a lot of that um yeah i'm gonna go with either the girl or the ghost how about you i'm gonna give it to Haim because he saw a problem and used magic to try and fix it oh, that's a good you always have good ones <laughs> you're always paying way more attention than me you always watch it twice though, so you watch it before you even get here with me and i see it for the first time so so it really you watch it three times yeah um, what a big waste of time your life is. Yeah, basically. All life is. <laughs> yeah. uh, we do this podcast. People listen to this podcast. Everyone involved is wasting time. Just killing time till we're dead. Yeah, that's what life is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that he's like, I'm not only going to protect my my synagogue and my people, but I'm going to do it in a way that is culturally accurate. So he... <laughs> yeah, he could have just gotten a machine gun. Yeah. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> but that is immediately traceable. If you get a golem that'll cover yeah. dudes in clay, yeah. no one's and gonna believe that. It only really does stuff when like bad things are happening. Too. Yeah, it's I mean, not like it, it waits like, running amok. I mean, it was starting to kind of. It really only lost control at the end when he ran out and was like, "Dude, stop!" And then it didn't. And even then, it, he it, he was just try, still trying to protect. Yeah, he was just going he after the dudes who that, fucked up that his place. Face. <laughs> Maybe the golem is the best. One. I, you know, he wasn't ever in the wrong, and he didn't kill anybody. That's true. So uh, it's either Chaim or the golem. Brittany the golem. That's right. It's very, uh, I would say, male gendered. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look like they tried to make a female, but that doesn't you mean, mean anything. It doesn't have tits. <laughs> yes, or pouty lips. Well, it did kind of have pouty yeah, lips. It did kind of have beautiful lips. Uh, but you know, whatever. It's, it could be a girl. You're like you all those know. people who get mad when there's armor and it, they don't have boobs sculpted <laughs> into it. Like, That's such you, a bad idea. You can't even tell Phasma's a woman. Yeah, but if she had boob cups, you could just kick her in the chest and it would hole punch her. You don't. Yeah. You don't want that as. A, uh, you got a lot of opinions about. Armor, huh? About boob cups, yeah. I think it's dumb. <laughs> Red Sonia? Hey, maybe a metal bikini is not the best. Maybe get something to cover up, you know, the rest of you. You always yelling about Red Sonia. Well, she needs a better costume. <laughs> I don't know anything about Red Sonia other than, like, if I saw a picture, I'd be like, I think that's her. <laughs> she has red hair. Her name is Sonia, and she wears a metal bikini. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yep. So, uh... What was your pop culture palette cleanse? Well, Sky, it's been a hot minute since we've done some shit, so we've. I hope you've at least, you know, cleansed up your palette a little <laughs> bit. Uh huh. Um. Well, I did a honeymoon. That was neat. I ate a pizza with hot dogs on it. <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, he assures me it was better than it sounds. <laughs> it was. It was really good. Um, w- we watched. Uh, we watched Toil Toil Do- Wait, Toil. I can't help you. Uh, boil the Olsen twins movie. What is it called? Oh, cut this out! This is embarrassing. <laughs> toy, toil, toil, boil in trouble. I think so. But with twin somewhere in yeah. there. It sounds twinteresting. Oh, <laughs> see what I did there. Hold on, I added the word twin. To a different word, making it a portmanteau. You're a portmanteau. No, I'm just poor. Oh, it's double, double toilet trouble. I couldn't remember. <laughs> we watched that. Um, it has a midget in it. He's really funny. Uh, it ha- and and Cloris Leachman. She's scary. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we watched that and Scott Pilgrim and something else. Oh, there's this terrible movie on. Uh, Netflix called like Tales of Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's like ten different short movies about Halloween. It's awful. Don't watch it. <laughs> uh yeah. Were you worried that you might watch it? No. Well, I I have been since it's ha- Halloween month. I have been watching a lot of horror movies because I don't usually watch horror I was movies. Say, it doesn't sound like you. Yeah. I I was trying to broaden my horizons to see if I was missing anything, and for the most part, I was not. I was going to ask you what you watched, but I think you'll probably tell me when it's your turn. Yeah. Uh, but if I I would recommend uh, Trick or Treat. It's the best one yeah. of all the horror movies that I've seen. I like <laughs> that one the most. Um, also, that's just a bunch of vignettes, right? Um, is like that the word? It's like loosely tied together stories that all sort of come together in the end. Mm. Um, what uh, what else did I had some more things. Well, I finished Thrawn Alliances. It was boring. Um, 
Oh, I reread all of the Umbrella Academy so I could start the new Umbrella Academy. Have you read the first issue? I haven't yet. Don't ruin it. Okay, good. I didn't see it when I went there. Oh, it was it was there. Oh, damn it. I was there yesterday. I think that's all I, I did and read for now. Oh, all the TV's back, so... Yay! I think we talked about The Good Place. I yeah. don't think I've watched the next episode of that, but Superstore is back, so I'm into that. And Speechless. I think that's all the things that I cleansed my... Like, I really got that, that taste of the Great Wall out of there. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's great. It is not. It's so dumb. I love it. <sighs> What's your pop culture palette with this? Well... Did you watch The Great Wall? <laughs> <laughs> I've only watched The Great Wall. <laughs> um, it's October, so I'm doing Inktober. So I've been doing a lot of drawings. More like more so. I'm excuse me. I've been finishing drawings. <laughs> is a better way to say it. Um, and I've been watching stupid horror movies to what see what all the fuss you, about. What did you watch? I've watched so many. Well, tell me about them. Um, the only ones that are worth watching, I would say, are the Babysitter, which is uh, it's kind of a hoot. I mean, it's kind of a horror comedy where hey dog. I didn't know he was over there trying to do a thing. Uh, it's kind of a horror comedy, and um, this young man, he's like 12, and he still has a babysitter, and he gets guff from the neighborhood teens, because they're douches. And Usually. But the the babysitter is, of course, a, a gorgeous blonde young lady, um, but ends up, she's in like a death cult, <laughs> and she needs his blood for stuff. Um, and a lot of stuff happens in it. It's real good. Um, is that on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Oh. I think it's a Netflix exclusive. Oh, okay. Uh, that one was real good. I just watched this movie Hush the other day. Uh, it's about a deaf writer who isolated herself in the woods. Like She does have a neighbor that's relatively close by, but it's a pretty remote area. And while it gets no explanation, there is a guy who tries to murder her. And she has to fight him off uh, with the disadvantage of being deaf. And, you know... Uh, he cuts the power naturally, so she can't use any of her, her... Like, he steals her phone, and he cuts the power, so she can't get a message out for help or whatever. And then she has to fight him off. It's it's real good. It's more of a thriller, I think, than a horror. It's I don't know. I don't know where the line is drawn sometimes. I don't know. Um, I watched As Above, So Below, which was okay. Oh, I've seen that. That one's okay. It's fine. It's not really scary. It's more like... It makes you feel kind of claustrophobic. Yeah, and gross. We, it, they descend into hell or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really remember. It wasn't great. Uh, Amy and I saw it at the the drive-in movie theater. Ooh. Amy likes movies like that. You know, we it was a double feature with that and Friday the Thirteenth. Or no, I'm sorry, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, which I had never seen that, and I wanted mm. to see that, so we saw it. Nice. Uh I feel like there's a third one that I wanted to mention, but. Horror is just not my genre. Have you have you ever seen uh, Cabin in the Woods? Yes, that's supposed to be good, right? That is a good. I've one. never seen that. I should watch that. It's good. Um, you want to watch all four screams? No, those are good. I think the first one's good, and the fourth one. No, the fourth one's the worst by far. No, the third one's the worst by far. I've seen the fourth one more recently. Uh and it was straight up garbage. You be quiet. You be quiet. And comics and stuff. I, I've been doing... Uh, I'm also finishing up my Green Ranger costume for Halloween. Where are you going to wear it? I don't know. Work. 
guess. Do we falls on a on a Wednesday, yeah. so I'm gonna probably pop over to the comic shop. Cause we cause we were talking about uh, making Katie and I were gonna be slinky dog and she was gonna be the front <laughs> and I was gonna be his ass. But we don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. That's what happens when you're our age. We're just like, oh We're we're old now. Well, our other costume idea was I was gonna be um Scout dressed like a ham and she was gonna be Boo Radley. Or Bert and Ernie. Uh no, Sky that's, no. We're gonna be Scout and Boo Radley. <laughs> Could be Mario that's and a, Luigi. That's a that's a cultural reference that you don't get because you're a fucking swine. You know it's to kill a mockingbird. Yeah. But that's the the extent of my like knowledge. A ham in the climax guy. Like like a like a roasted ham? Yeah. Why? Because she has a a pageant. Oh okay. that she's like a school pageant. Whoop. And then the racist guy tries to get you know, beat her up because I, I don't know. Oh, because her dad uh, helped send his son, or him or his son, to jail. I, wait a minute. Katie can tell you. She's around. <laughs> but I thought it was your favorite movie or whatever. I, no, the movie's really boring. It's like it's like from the 40s. Sky. It's Superman's favorite movie. Is it? It is. Canonically, it is. No, I mean, it's a really good book. I believe you. I don't, I don't know. You sit here and tell me you watch these weird horror movies and then judge me because i like the book to kill a mockingbird i don't i want everyone out there to just listen to this and this is what i have to deal with this is why everyone has to separate the art from the artist full circle all right see you later everyone (laughs) but i think that'll probably do it probably um thank you guys very much for listening we'll probably do another ghostbuster yeah there's still a whole long time before it's halloween yeah and uh this, we'll pick a less racist one. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure this was the only racism-focused one. We'll see. Uh, and ultimately, we come down on the side of the golem. Because I think you should have killed those guys. Smush them up real good. Uh, but you didn't. Anyway, uh, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. Uh, you can email us at uh, popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can tweet at me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. Uh, there's one that has a, a leprechaun. That sounds pretty racist. Uh, I'm in but it's Love white Affair. racist, so it's not as bad. Yeah. I'm a Midwest Love Affair. Right. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Ooh, this one has a sphinx. It's called the sphinx. That makes sense. Bye. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Also. <laughs> Who are those people? <laughs> those are the people in the frame that was given to us. We don't have any wedding pictures yet. I think that you should just keep it like that. <laughs> That's why we put it out. We it's like, like <laughs> them. Uh, just tell people that the fo- or the camera that was used uh, p- photographs you on the inside. <laughs> I look like that lady. Yep. There's still 60 more minutes. In this <laughs> sure is. Episode, should we? we should probably keep talking about okay. it. Okay.